2023. I'm Peter Apathy with Raven News. The remaining handful of absentee ballots counted Friday afternoon have settled the question of which candidates will take full terms on the Sitka Assembly and Sitka School Board. With 72 absentee ballots now counted, J.J. Carlson has won a three-year term on the Sitka Assembly. Carlson joins Tim Pike, the top vote earner on election night, who will also take a three-year term. Prior to counting absentees, Carlson Carlson held a lead of fewer than 10 votes on third-place finisher Scott Saline. Carlson has now extended that lead to 16 votes with absentee counting. Saline, nevertheless, will join the assembly and serve a one-year term. For school board, Tom Williams was the sole candidate on the ballot, easily capturing the open three-year term. Write-in candidate Phil Burdick finished election night with a small lead for second place over fellow write-in Steve Morse. Absentee counting did not change that result, and Burdick will serve a three-year term. Steve Morse will serve a two-year term. The Sitka Assembly will certify the 2023 municipal election result at its next meeting tomorrow, Tuesday, October 10th. A new lawsuit was filed against the Sitka Police Department last week. It's the fourth suit brought by a current or former employee in the last five years. Officer Gary Cranford has worked for SPD for around nine years. He's being represented by the Northern Justice Project, an Anchorage civil rights law firm. The law firm previously represented former Sitka police officers in whistleblower sexual harassment and workplace harassment cases, all of which were settled out of court. Cranford alleges that he was demoted in March from sergeant to officer following allegations of inappropriate behavior from another officer and an administrative investigation. Cranford alleges that his demotion and the actions surrounding it constitute a violation of due process and in breach of his union's collective bargaining agreement. In his suit, he's asking to be reinstated in his sergeant role with damages and full attorney fees. Gary Cranford is the father of Austin Cranford, who unsuccessfully ran for a seat on the Sitka Assembly this year. The city has 30 days to respond to the lawsuit. KCAW reached out to city staff for comment, but did not hear back by press time. A controversial new intervention program intended to raise the reading scores of Alaska students in grades K-3 through has produced some startling results in Sitka but educators are confident that the outlook will be better by the end of the year. KCAW's Robert Woolsey reports. The Alaska Reads Act passed the state Senate unanimously in the spring of 2022, but just squeaked by the House of Representatives before reaching the governor, who was one of its most ardent supporters. Broadly speaking, developing an early education program for reading was well-received, basing it around a a three-times-a-year testing program, especially for students who haven't had reading instruction yet, struck many as a reach. Sitka's initial screening is complete, and the results were reported to the Sitka School Board at its regular October meeting. Kim Babb is the Alaska Reads Intervention Specialist at Baranoff Elementary, which houses Sitka's kindergarten and first grade. We notice, as other schools across the state, kindergarten scores are low probably due to lack of preschools or prior exposure. 
but we've got a lot of room to grow. We've, we're already seeing growth. Um, we're well into the process of developing individual reading improvement plans for each child that's scored below proficient on the M-Class benchmarks for Roughly 80% of Sitka's kindergartners tested below proficiency. For many, kindergarten might be their first educational experience, and the screening is mostly about recognizing letters. But 80% kind of shocked me. In the higher grade levels, proficiency rose dramatically, with 47% below proficiency in first grade, and then by second and third grade, there were only about 14 students in each class below proficiency. Bab said that just being in school was bringing up proficiency for many students. We're going to progress monitor, and we're already seeing growth. We really are. Just from exposure to, you know, they had to know 25 upper and lowercase letters on the first test, and a lot of them didn't. But they're already making great progress. So we'll keep you guys updated on it. But that's why, that's why they did this, because that's what's going on here in Alaska. The Alaska Reads Act has a fairly intensive reporting requirement and an after-school tutoring program for students that score far below proficiency. Two teachers from Baranoff and six from Keet Gushihin have applied for literacy education from the state-funded Alaska Reading Institute, which will qualify them to be paid after-school tutors. Other teachers have registered for literacy courses through the State Department of Education to increase their effectiveness during normal classroom hours. The Sitka School Board was not thrown into a panic by the results. It is just the beginning of the three-year program, and the district has support. The Sitka Tribe of Alaska has contributed to reading instruction, and the Sitka Science Center has an active education program in the schools. Board member Tristan Gavon wanted to know if the state was going to back up Alaska Reads with sustained funding after the sunset of the act in 2026. I feel very fortunate we have, you know, staff within the schools, administrators, community partners who are stepping up and making us happen. But I think, you know, maybe not for this audience, maybe this is more for the state audience, the state, um, to really think about the level of funding that we need to, to implement these properly. To implement properly is a concern shared by other educators across the state. Many districts were worried about staffing the program in remote areas, when the bill passed last year, Petersburg Superintendent Erica Clute-Painter told her board, I don't know where these people are all coming from because everybody's looking for reading specialists, interventionists, counselors, special education teachers. Everybody's searching in the same pool for the same people to provide those supports. Petersburg School Board President Sarah Holmgrain was even more direct. I think it's a total waste of money and it's not in the right spot. Holmgren said. It's testing for things that are just ridiculous, and if they would just concentrate on using that funding to train and hire and pay reading specialists, kids just progress at a different rate. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Robert Woolsey. Sea Alaska Heritage Institute recently erected storyboards next to each of the 12 totem poles that went up along Juno's waterfront earlier this year. The signs explain the meaning and clan history behind each pole for visitors and those whose heritage they represent. KTOO's Yvonne Crumery has more. On a quiet October day, with no cruise ships in port, Noah Boos stands looking at a sign right next to a kutia, or totem pole, on Juno's waterfront. The sign breaks down what each of the carved form-lined figures are. 
a bear with curved teeth and large eyes, an eagle with a face painted in red on its back, a killer whale with a fish in its mouth, and at the top, a Kaguantan clan member. I love these signs. They're more like educational. They tell you a little bit about like what, what the totems are all about. Boos says he's been to Juno before, but not since the Kutia sprang up. He says he likes that cruise ship passengers can learn so much immediately after getting off the ships. First thing you'd see pretty much would be like the totems and these signs and those ones. This spring, Sea Alaska Heritage Institute installed 12 kutia along Juno's waterfront. They were carved by Hlingit, Haida, and Simsian artists from clans across the region. The organization put up storyboards last week to educate visitors and protect the poles from mistreatment, says SHI's Ricardo Worrell. Each has a diagram of the kutia explaining what each symbol is and the story it tells. It also lists the artist, their clan, and clan stories. These are objects that are sacred uh, for Tlingit people, and, um, and we hope that the storyboards will, will help, uh, you know, uh, people learn more about, um, uh, you know, our history and how sacred uh, these uh, kutia are for us. Early in the cruise season, pictures surfaced of tourists putting children in the large brass hands of the Shangu Kedi Kutia. Community members were frustrated with these and other examples of people mistreating and touching the poles. Worrell says SHI discussed erecting barriers to prevent that kind of thing, but decided not to. You know, we thought about that, of putting, you know, verbiage on the storyboards, you know, you know, please don't touch, uh, uh, you know, these are sacred objects. But, but the more we thought about it, the more we believe that everyone in this community has a responsibility to educate um, our visitors. World says mistreatment of the Kutia likely stems from a lack of understanding what they mean to Alaska Native people. He says he wants non-Native residents and those in the tourism industry to speak up when people act inappropriately with the Kutia. For our visitors, this is an excellent opportunity to learn um, you know, that this is more than art. The 12 poles are part of the Kutia Deye, or Totem Pole Trail. Eventually, SHI plans to install 30 poles along the docks, many representing clans. The Kutia will give Indigenous people keys to understanding their identities, he said. They tell our history. They tell clan stories. Um, they make connections from, you know, from our ancestors to our current generations, our grandchildren will now uh, be able to come and view uh, the, the Kutia and, and, and have, you know, uh, confirm their identity uh, to their ancestors and to their crests. Worrell says SHI has the funding to commission one more Kutia and is seeking funding for 17 more. In Juneau, I'm Yvonne Crumery. And that's all for Raven News for this hour. You can listen to or read our stories again on our website at kcaw.org.